0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Going in Circles Podcast Network. This is the Big Monday Show. My name is Charles Simon. My co-host on the Big Monday Show, Barry Spears, will be with us right after the first break. We have a lot to cover tonight as there was uh, quite a bit of big racing going on this weekend. And as want to happen, the stewards screwed up again, this time at Maryland, though there are other screw-ups nationwide. Uh, the, we're going to get to those. We had some some software issues that have caused some confusion in uh, multi-track, multi-race wagers, and just, uh, you know, usual stuff we talk about. Um, glad you could make it here, if you made it this far. You're on the right track. Coming up in about a minute and eight seconds, Mr. Barry Spears. So Barry came up with an excellent idea. A Saratoga Racing blog, the Going in Circles, daily Saratoga Racing blog. Patterned sort of after the great Stephen Christ who when he worked for the racing form did a Saratoga Daily blog. Uh, Steve retired several years ago and we figured what the hell, let's let's try to put our own together. And so far it's gone seemingly Well, if you haven't seen it, check it out at goingincirclesdigest.substack.com or we put the link up every day on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, all sorts of social media. Uh, Check it out.
1: Hello, Mr. Simon. How uh, how are things going? Uh, it's going, you know.
0: Going, uh, getting, getting your final preparations in for your, your spa launch. Oh yeah. With the mayor last night, we're contemplating schedules for your arrival.
1: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if I should be afraid or excited, or both. A little of both, my friend. A little of both. We're clearing the decks for you. Okay. I'm down with that. You guys are the... You know, you're the home team.
0: Be, so There'll be, be no work that week. Not that I work anyways. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the mayor is, is, is making preparations. Okay. So... You'll be here on the 11th. Yes. Which, which is actually kind of caught up to us here. It's only two weeks.
1: Or yeah. a week. Yeah, a week away week from Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. <clears throat> I'm ready. Well, I wish it was tomorrow, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: I get that. I think that's the most. The two questions I get asked the most are what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. <laughs>
1: I'm chilling.
0: Yes, and the other thing is, is Barry here? Do you see him? Um, no, I, I hear that all the time. When's Barry coming? When's Barry coming? Soon, he'll be here soon. Okay. Believe me, He'll he's here, you'll you'll know it here. You know, you'll you'll know it. We're, we're gonna we're gonna rent the blimp and gonna uh, <laughs> have the blimp go go around. There was a helicopter the other day. It was like. Uh, the helicopter it was it was kind of roving all over the track on Saturday afternoon.
1: sure it wasn't a drone No, it was
0: a helicopter a helicopter it was it was <laughs> kind of like uh Goodfellas at the end.
1: Oh, with the uh like a federale type thing yeah,
0: I saw Frankie Eckert and I said <laughs> I think they're after you. <laughs> if you don't know Frank Eckert, believe me he'd be, he'd be a person that the the helicopters were after. He actually used to be Mrs. Payson's chauffeur.
1: Yeah, I think he told me that before. Yeah, yeah, that's wild, though. Like in general, I wonder if he has any stories. He has lots of stories. So. I know.
0: <laughs> and and actually, he's got two versions. He's got the sober version and the, the non-sober version. Usually, the the non-sober version's better because the
1: the truth seeps out, but.
0: I'm I'm sure that we'll run across him during your time here,
1: at least once, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, big weekend. No, I'm actually kind of disappointed. I I missed Rennie. Yeah, Rennie's Renny's Rennie's all over the place. Rennie's going to Delmar too.
0: Yeah, Rennie's emerged. He's in. He is. <laughs> Or maybe those was a DEA helicopter looking
1: for running. (laughs) No, it's legal. It's legal in 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 New York, York, man. Somewhat legal, I should say.
0: Nothing's legal here. You know, but but anyways, we we had a big weekend of racing.
1: Yeah, a lot of things going on, racing wise. (laughs) Good, bad, otherwise. Yeah, um,
0: (laughs) you know, I know our shows tend to run a little long sometimes, um, but this is a terrible week to try to cut it shorter because there's 58 million things to talk about. And just when we (laughs) thought, hey, we could just keep the action, uh, you know, the racing action is is our focus. The stewards have to start stewarding. Mm. And, you know, you say stewards up here and, and people think ice cream. But that's Stewart's. Stewart. Yeah. Some of these stewards should be working at Stewart's and not where they are working. Like the Laurel Stewards. Oh, man. Who, who you've had a longstanding beef with over the Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, uh,
1: for two years. The Thanksgiving Day debacle a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, but, I even had to pull out the, the replay on that one to show people. And if you can think of any stewards
0: gaff over the last ho- however many years outside the alamuse okay alamuse is like it's like the lawrence taylor of of <laughs> you know, screw-ups right he's like head and shoulders above all screw ups, taking the wrong horse down at saratoga that's that's pretty it's going to be pretty difficult to top amazing i almost forgot about that yeah yeah but um but the Laurel Stewards, they came pretty close yesterday because they took a horse down who did nothing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then tried to justify.
0: Horse did nothing. No oh, man.
1: Yeah, that man. that that has to be the worst one I've ever seen. To be honest, if we're gonna be real, that was the worst one I've seen. And like you said, it rivals the taking the wrong horse down thing. And even rivals the modern games thing, if you want to. Well, the modern games, so that there, there was, there, some, there was
0: like a systemic,
1: debacle. yeah, there I was mean, other issues. We
0: had, we had vets that were screwing up, we had <clears throat> a crew people, we had um, the stewards, we had the clown who runs the thing. I mean, that that was kind of like a systemic issue. I mean, this would be number three behind those two. Uh, this one is probably worse than the Modern Games because Modern Games was just kind of poor communication, um, maybe a little bit of of, of lack of, of uh, preparedness. Huh. But to take a horse down that does nothing on the backside of a two-year-old race and then the justification, and we get the justification because uh, a friend of ours... <laughs> actually got through to the stewards. A friend of ours who made a made a wager on the winner of the race, who was 23 to 1, um, and was the fair and square winner of the race. I mean, he was, didn't do anything that would... Um, that, that should have even been considered. Looked it wasn't even it. like a call. I mean, in the world of social media, literally nothing is 100%. Right, Mariano Rivera was the only baseball player ever elected to the Hall of Fame with a hundred percent vote. And on Twitter, there was about seven people that actually said, Oh, I you know, you know, he only pitched one inning. You know, there was always the the naysayers. Sure. In this occasion, it's a hundred percent.
1: That's hard to do.
0: I haven't seen a single person say, Well, you know, I can see their point. And there's some people that are just contrary, and I swear they just go the other way no matter what. But even those people can't justify this. This is like, do yourself a favor, Laurel. Second race from yesterday,
1: Sunday, the thirty first. <laughs> Pull it up
0: and try to find the foul.
1: You know the stupid part about it is, is I looked at the replay and I was like, I don't see anything. What did I miss? There had to be something. Some the force in question steadied a little bit
0: and the horse behind a, little him steadied a little bit steady a little it wasn't even a steady it was like a correction and and julian even got the steward to admit it wasn't checked it, it was a correction well you have to make a course correction in in two-year-old races uh, maybe 10 times per race because you know they're two-year-olds and they don't <laughs> run very much this isn't like it was a, a five claimer and a bunch of eight-year-old horses making their 59th start. These are two-year-olds. Two-year-olds. And the interference was... I mean, number one, on the backside, it's rare to see um, interference called because part of the issue is... And and, and this goes back to why we were proponents of HISA, even though HISA is a disorganized disaster... The, the theory behind HISA should have taken uh, stewards and the, race, the, the decisions that they're making. The, this should have been a, a national issue. This should be one set of rules for all. Because the stewards in this case claimed more than once, according to our source, that they don't have to take into consideration the Finnish positions at the, in maryland though i mean my retort would have been well because you don't have to do it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because of course you should do it but it seems like they they're going to be hung up here on the <coughs> safety factor oh it's dangerous move well let me just explain to you if you're a student you're listening you're probably not because we blast you weekly but your job isn't to um Make sure that uh, safety is a priority. That's that's not your number one job. Your job is to adjudicate the the running of the race. If you have an issue with a jockey or how they rode in a race or how they rode in a series of races, then call them in, make them go to films, suspend them, find them, do whatever it is you wanna do. But do not alter the finish of a race. Because of that, because you are stealing money from people. As a matter of fact, I talked to the owner of that horse. Believe it or not, my friend calls me this afternoon, and, and guess who he's with? He's with the guy who owned the horse because I sent him a video of the of the uh, of the the nothing, and he, <laughs> he calls me back. And he says, "You're not ever going to believe this, but I'm sitting next to the guy who owns the horse." And they have filed an appeal. And I, I believe he's hiring an attorney. And he's really, really really pissed. And I know that if you bet on the horse, um, that you're not getting any recourse. And, and that sucks. But the fact of the matter is that the guy's going to fight. And hopefully, um, something good comes out of it. And that the stewards just can't be making up rules as they go along. And I don't want to hear safety. Safety is a catch word now in horse racing. Whenever someone is going to do something that, that's going to be unpopular, and no one likes it, or it's going to be, you know, or, or, or they've been caught because they're just not any good at whatever there is they're doing, they bring out the safety, all it's safety. We have to be safety first, safety first, safety first. <laughs> Which is fine, but that's bullshit. This is not a safety issue because if it was a safety issue, then races would be, would be run a lot more, um, in a lot more clean fashion. Uh, and, and and listen, we're not just getting on the Laurel Stewards, we're you know, the, they're, they're the main topic of conversation, even though we had the Jim Dandy, even though we had Jackie's War, even though we had a bunch of uh, the stakes at, at Del Mar and, and all kinds of stuff. This is the crap we have to talk about because people won't do their damn jobs and because the industry sits around and everybody's like, oh, geez, uh, we have a a training program. (coughs) We have a training program. It's it's like 15 minutes of of, of video and then people yucking it up. Just (laughs) way, way too many stewards that are quote unquote qualified. I know qualified stewards that I wouldn't let judge a a wet t-shirt contest. Whoa, that's rough. They might be better at that than, than, than this but the fact of the matter is it's it's tiring it's tiring to have to do to go on these tirades time and time and time again because we can't get it right because these people are just making the rules up as they go along and it's 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 tiring uh, in New York on Saturday in on uh, the fifth race sixth race I get a call from an owner. Huh. His, his horse was was bounced around, and the stewards actually called an inquiry, or I think maybe it was an objection. I, I was in transit up, up the escalator when this when it happened, so I, I wasn't. I mean, they ran the race, and then I went up, and then all the next thing I know, there's an inquiry. But the horse in um, the race in question, Carmouche uh, on Danny Gargan's horse, came out maybe two and a half paths and collided with the horse of uh, actresses and Pratt and then beat him by a narrow margin <laughs> but he clearly interfered with the horse and they left it up and they looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and I'm thinking to myself how do you look at this so many <laughs> times I mean and that's the thing that's the other thing I don't understand about stewards. why does this take so long <clears throat> When you see this and you keep showing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over, and over. it just makes you wonder, well like, what why if, if that if, if if that wasn't caused to take a horse down or lose a position, then what is? And then they're going to complain about the jockeys. This is why the jockeys do what they do. And it's going to be worse now that they are restricted to only having six uh, strikes of the whip. So now the jockeys are going to be having to save those strikes. Or if they use those, then they're going to be using the horse as a battering ram. Because what other choice did they have to make? Because in the end, this is still about winning. We're supposed to try to win. Winning is what we're, we're we're after in this sport. It's the competition, and somewhere along the line, um, someone has to start by revamping all this because it's going to happen in a big race. It's going to
1: happen. Oh, absolutely. Oh. I mean. We Almost to, guaranteed at this point it's going to happen in a big race. Right. We had the Derby debacle, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and,
0: and, that, and the Derby, of course, is a lot more complicated because you're talking about placing positions and there's 20 horses and
1: uh, it's just... Uh... You know what's wild to me? And this may be a little off... To the right or left of this but um it's wild to me that they respond to emails (laughs) seems wild considering yeah i mean i guess people don't realize that they would respond to an email so they don't because i would be under the assumption they wouldn't but they actually they do and this isn't the first time that i've heard that when people emailed the stewards and, and got a response the problem is
0: that it's not just response it's the response is generally defending a bad decision correct and and, and you know this is like the fourth well, time we've gone over this who regulates the regulators who, right who's, who's over I, the stewards I, I, who's who's ensuring that they do the correct thing and in a situation like this they should be forced to explain themselves, and and hopefully this goes to, to to a court or somewhere like that where they where they're forced to explain themselves. And it's not a flippant thing. And I didn't have a dime bet. I don't want to bet that track. So it's Saratoga. And, and if my his, horse interferes with the horse last year at the at, <coughs> at, at the finger lakes at Saratoga, I got taken down from a major, major, major score for me for someone like me. And it was the first race of the day on a Sunday in a Finger Lakes rider, and and, and oh, I remember down. that he did. It. That was last year, was it, it? Was a mistake by the rider. He hit the horse one time when he didn't have to, and he came over and he interfered with the runner-up, and he probably was going to win no matter what. But I, I mean, I I I basically didn't, you know threw my hands up i said he, he, he should come down and he did and he, i mean it was the right call so it's not just complaining about losing a bet because i didn't bet on either of those races yeah. and again the california i just don't even know i mean i just throw my hands up But that I, i'm not sure what is a foul or not a foul or they, they have 18 million uh qualifications for each rule and oh you can do this here but you can't do it there and, you're you're just you're just on your own and at some of these places like California. Good luck. I don't know what to do. And the racing's been great, and this, the fields have been super, good field size, competitive races. And um, so my question: I, you know, I'm, I'm not to you is- not being I I get called a New York apologist, which is like laughable.
1: <laughs> come on, but come on, man. It's just people
0: don't. And you try to explain this to the people in, in you know, the racing um, powers that be, because they really don't want to know. They they really just want to take their own assumptions and run with them and fix their own perceived problems. But when you tell them that the drug problem business is not the actual drugs, it's the perception. That someone's using them, and you can make whatever rule you want to make. If guys still do things that don't look normal, no one's gonna believe that the rules are working or that you're enforcing them properly. And that's that's the truth. And and I'll argue to the death to anybody that wants to to argue that because look at the last five years on Twitter, how that just gone. just listen to people <laughs> talk. If you listen to the people, listen, listen. It's not just. It's not just people on Twitter. Oh, no, it's, I know. It's trainers. Yeah, but... It's owners. I'm I mean, sure. it, it's not just them. There's trainers that, that, you know, you see these guys and they look at, you know, they give you that look and they roll their eyes because you know, they, they're they thinking the same thing. And it's the same, though. I, I've I've said this a million times. I go, nothing is worse for this business. Nothing is worse for this business than when stewards make terrible calls and take horses down and play God. Because that is taking money out of someone's pocket right then and there. That's
1: right then and there they're taking money out of your pocket. So my question to you is, do you believe that the stewards know they made the bad call? Do they believe or do they understand that that call was bad? For example, like the one in at laurel we're talking about do you yeah, say it, it,
0: it, that's an individual thing i mean we we call stewards stewards as, as a generic term because that's right. you know that's your name but i mean there, there's people that are really sharp doing this job but remember there's generally three people that are, are in that stand it's not just a a, a one person dictatorship a one person making the call it's not like a, a referee in a football game where one guy makes the call so I just sometimes don't know what their logic is because the logic they give you is just flawed. And it's, I mean, a guy told me one time in, at Tampa Bay Downs, this is 20 years ago. He said, well, the, the horse in front never made contact. I said, you don't think like zigzagging down the stretch is, is doesn't the, the inner, the, the intimidation clause of that rule wouldn't take effect. Like, <laughs> well, you know, they didn't make contact. I said, show me in the rule where it says make contact. It doesn't say make contact. I said, so my rider should, should perhaps risk clipping heels instead of staying away from the horse that's zigzagging down the stretch in front of him. He should
1: just, it
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, read your rule. You guys, read the rule. It, it doesn't say contact. It says intimidation. And, you know. So, I mean, he basically quoted a rule that didn't exist. Uh, I, I mean, I was talking to a gentleman the other day about you know, what his what recourse is. I said, well, you know, you can appeal, and it depends on different states that have different rules about appealing in Kentucky. At least the last time I filed an appeal, um, you had to have a written um, request for an appeal within 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened in my case that that day was that uh, the jockey had lost his stick and he took his goggles or helmet cover off and was using that to hit the horse, um, which in Kentucky is not legal. It's, it's the only thing you're allowed to strike the horse with is the riding crop or your hand you're not allowed to to use any other instrument, which goggles or a helmet cover would be. Um, It was difficult to see this. And uh, the reason he dropped his whip was because he hit my horse with it. (laughs) And of course, (laughs) you can't see this until you watch the head-on, which of course you don't get to see the head-on until the race has been made official. So we appealed it. And uh, during the hearing, we had a hearing and we presented our evidence, and the hearing officer found against us. And and his comment to me was, you're right. The, the rule was violated, and your horse was interfered with. And, you know, this was, you know, you, you had, you were right on two occasions. Uh, there was two prongs to this, and both of them were correct. Yeah. However, the Kentucky rule stated uh-huh. that because there was no inquiry, on the race, and you didn't claim foul before the race went official, we can't overturn it. So, the rule basically was a, an appeal was almost worthless. Right. Why
1: did they even grant the hearing? I mean,
0: because then they, they would have maybe new- been, if I remember the government bodies and they, and they have to follow the due process rules. So, uh, you know, if there had been some sort of, um, if they had committed the, the, the The stewards had made some technical error, uh, made the race official before, you know, they had a chance to put the inquiry up, something like that, which is, you know, a trillion to one. But it's not, um, I mean, just listen, this should be, we should have a national rule. There's no point. There's no reason to have different rules from state to state on the racetrack. There's just no reason at all. It's just the most bizarre Set of circumstances that that gets ignored, and you know, making sure that uh, we 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 have four millimeter toe grabs as opposed to six millimeter toe grabs is that's the that's where we're all focused on. <laughs> well, we're not focused on, but these 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 bureaucrats are.
1: I don't know that that DQ Laurel is embarrassing for the stewards, and I, I don't care what kind of justification they give for it, it's embarrassing. It is.
0: And, and it seemed as though what they were saying was they were mad at the jockey because he made a quote unquote dangerous move. And I don't know if they watched the rest of the races, but guys heard horses of Maryland too. Sure do. So I just don't see where that was so egregious. And, and on top of it, it was a two year old race. Young horses on the rail behind another horse. Of course, they they might get a little bit, um, you know, claustrophobic. Anyways, I'm sick of talking about stewards. We just, we wasted 25 minutes talking about those
1: dang it clowns.
0: Um, what did you think of the uh, the uh, the Jim Dandy? That was uh, it was it it didn't go as though I I expected it to go. But, what? What, what? What did you think?
1: It went exactly how I thought it was gonna go.
0: You thought Epicenter was gonna sit last behind the Zandon and, and, and 24? Well, I, all
1: right. I'll 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 bring that back. Not exactly, but close. The result
0: might have been what you thought. Definitely
1: thought the result was gonna be that. But um I I did think that Epicenter would lay closer, but I you know, after kind of looking at it over and over again, I was like, geez, he maybe just be that much better. So when they went all the way back. I think that's when they, you know, that was the plan from the get go, and they knew they were better than those horses. Yeah, um, but I, I thought know. you know, like,
0: Barry, when you watch, it seemed like Joel was trying to sneak up the inside. He did kind of,
1: didn't and, work, and then
0: out. Um, chilled out a little bit. The, the, I read kind of, you know, shut the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's his specialty.
0: That's what um, he does. Which, which then kind of, you know, made it. He had no choice at that point. Joel was last, and he had to you know he had to be last but I mean certainly he looked like I mean post race he, he, he was just the best horse
1: easily the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know you look at the race that uh, early voting ran I mean he was all out and just had nothing <laughs> no resistance at all like epicenter just blew by him like he was standing still.
0: Yeah, I've heard some commentary and, that the, 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 the pace was fast, but that's that's not true. The pace was not fast. Not and for Saturdays. And kind of the reason,
1: you know, why early voting didn't run in the, in the derby. I think they knew that, <laughs> you know, the Preakness would be a way better spot, A, because of the field that they would get versus what they would have seen in the derby and that whole craziness
0: yeah i think skipping the derby was was really i mean obviously it, it worked and it went to previous <clears throat> but the track was much quicker on uh this weekend than it, than it had been previous like last weekend it, it was a lot slower than it was this weekend. yeah so the the fractions that early voting set were not they weren't slow, but but they weren't particularly fast. I mean, no, not,
1: not fast enough for him not to finish that race off being quote-unquote low in speed. I mean, that just goes to show you how, how great that performance was from, from Epicenter. I mean, he's he's grown up. I mean, not that he was too far behind this back in May, um, but clearly he, he has... Uh, Moved himself up a little bit since that time. The time off did him a little, you know, some good.
0: What do you think about Zandon?
1: It's nothing to grab onto, man. Yeah. It it was was just like he he was just out there running and he just couldn't do anything. It was, yeah,
0: it's funny because uh, you know, I heard well, you know, he's had a lot of time off. I was like, yeah, he's had two more weeks off than than epicenter did. <laughs> you know, he, he was he ran in the derby and skipped the Preakness. Epicenter ran in the Preakness and skipped everything, you know, it's so like you know, it, it, this wasn't like uh, he was on a two-year <laughs> layoff. I mean, he ran in May. It's it's
1: right. He should have been competitive than that in yeah. my opinion. You know, uh, you would think he would have been more competitive uh, down the lane. Just the whole race, he really didn't do much. He didn't really do much running. No, you know, for it not the the size of the field, it may have looked worse. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he ran bad.
0: I, it's just like he just didn't have much kick.
1: Right, know, no like oomph, nothing evenly nothing to grab
0: is. onto. It's like and, and 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 you know what? Perhaps he really is better at just sitting and making a run, but. I mean, short fields are short fields, and you have to have some adaptability.
1: So, yeah, I don't think he has it, and that's that's why Epicenter is better. He has that tractability. He could have been closer to the pace, and still probably have won the same way. Yeah, the you only know, he didn't really,
0: you know, you go back and watch his races earlier in the year, he he would bust that at a gate.
1: And yeah, like remember didn't what we really were talking about back in gate. Louisiana when Epicenter went to the lead and we're like, why did he go? He didn't have to go. And then he got nailed at the wire. I think that was in the LeCompte. Was it? Yeah. Um, Call me midnight. Uh, Beat him on the square at the wire. And we were just like, why did they, why did they go head and head with that horse? But I mean, it kind of all made sense a little bit later on, but I mean, It was just, they just got lucky (laughs) come midnight. They just got lucky because Epicenter was not, you know, he was, he was better than those horses then. And now, you know, based on this one comeback race, he's better than them now. I mean, whether this carries on into, you know, October remains to be seen, but it's hard to look much better than what he did on Saturday,
0: yeah, he, he was really, really good. Uh, you know, who looked, uh, I mean, this sounds you, you would have really been it'd be far fetched to think this going into the weekend, but uh, Artorius might have run the best of all the Chad Brown horses.
1: Yeah, I I,
0: I, 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 I buy that. I buy that now. He got a perfect trip. I mean, I read, I did a tremendous job. And we knock him sometimes, but um, <clears throat> I mean and deservedly he he does ride aggressively and recklessly a lot of times, but he's still he's still a money rider. And <laughs> you know, to get right into perfect position from the far outside post going a mile on eighth Saratoga in the dirt and you know, he he made all the right moves. And um, you know, the rest of that field uh, I thought Gilded Age ran, ran well for Billy Mott. Yeah, not bad. Seems like a horse that's uh, that's on the improve and the rest of them kind of... Nah. Creative Minister was kind of one-paced. and AP Secret, he's always been kind of a B-level a horse. Golden Glider should go back to Woodbine. Um, Be Better was, was pretty awful. Um, basically, <laughs> eased in that race. I, I think that the the pacer be better would have be the, the thoroughbred be better.
1: I think so too.
0: But uh, I, I think some of that might be. And and now listen, we don't know what happened with the horse. I mean, he ran so bad; it's it's almost likely that he bled. But uh, horses coming out of Monmouth and that that track that's that's so super fast. Um, I mean, he came out of a, a race. The day he raced the track was, was lightning, fast. lightning fast. So, uh, and, and you know, the Haskell day, of course, it, it stood out more because know, better, better horses run. But on um, the track at Saratoga had been playing deep, but I think this week it played a little more. Um, you know, it seemed like it was a, a tad bit tighter, and uh, it sure didn't bother Jackie's Warrior.
1: <laughs> no. The only thing that that can stop Jackie's Warrior is two turns, <laughs> no. and um, even then,
0: you know it's funny. Uh, you know, you look at the race, and obviously he's just head and shoulders above that field. And it was a handicap, though it wasn't a real handicap. Um, I mean, some of those horses should have got in at one ten against Jackie's Warrior, uh, but. Sometimes you get lucky and looking at the race, I mean, you you look at that, that field and and I'm not someone that's going to accept like a $3 exact with New York traffic or uh, (laughs) uh, the other horse in there. uh, The the one Chantel Sutherland rides, Willie boy. Uh, yeah, I am not gonna take a short number with either of those two. But Willie boy. Willie boy. When you looked at the race, the one horse that shipped in from <laughs> Kentucky, um, the one that the ten strike people on, On paper he looked like he was gonna be part of the pace. Hmm. I mean you think, Okay, he's got the rail, he's gotta he's gotta get out there. Obviously he doesn't wanna he might not be fast enough to, to get in front of Jackie's warrior, at least for long, but you gotta you got a rabbit on the outside and post six and you know, conventional thinking would be, well, he's going to have to send out of there and then maybe Jackie's Warrior will clear and he'll get outside of him. But I happened to be listening to the OTB show or a channel up here at Seth Marrow show. And they were interviewing Marshall Graham, who's the owner of the horse and a very, very sharp guy. And he mentioned during the interview that they weren't foolish enough to think that they were going to beat Jackie's Warrior, and they were actually tr- just trying to get a, a, a big place, check.
1: Right? Yes. Yeah.
0: And they said, "Hey, you know, you never know. It's horse racing. Maybe he scratches morning in the race, and it changes everything. But because he didn't, we're not going to, you know, commit suicide and go head and head with him. So we're trying to, you know, pick up the pieces. So all of a sudden, on that information, which you're not going to get looking at the form." He's a viable contender. And, and this isn't like some uh, mega millions-like hit. We're talking about like a $9.60 exacta for a dollar. But when you look at the field, the, the, the second or third choices, and I'm not taking the six who had just no prayer, um, and the Dallas Stewart horse who just looked like he was into run around. I mean, he was a tough take too. He really becomes like the most logical horse to be second that's going to give you any type of return and i can't say that I was smart enough to actually play it but uh, i mean i didn't play anything but but you know an, an 18 dollar exacto with with that horse in that field is actually, is actually gold a pretty, good, pretty good return yeah <clears throat> i said that was the easiest stake win at saratoga i've seen since uh slew of gold beat track baron and the I think it was the Whitney in 2000, 2000 uh, 1984. Google it. Angel Cordero mocked John Luke, John Luke, John Kruger down the whole stretch. <laughs> oh, man, the good old days. And I was, I think, a three horse race, too.
1: Yeah, I think I, I thought it was three. Yeah, yeah. but
0: Slew of Gold was just better than Jack Baron gaze on the inside, whipping and slashing and angels just laughing, looking kept looking over at him then, according to angel he was talking to him the whole way too, but yeah, uh, had Joel rosario he uh <laughs> he he made it look easy as it could be. I mean, he was basically perched on him down the stretch and in grade one races you just don't see that very often
1: no, well, yeah. There wasn't much in there.
0: No, it sounds like he's going to run the <laughs> forgo, which I don't anticipate being a very big field. Um, and then the Breeders' Cup, and I think that'll be it for him. I might oh. have two more left, but uh, he 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 was the and this this surprised me the statistic that he was the first horse to ever win a great one at Saratoga. As a two, three, and four-year-old, or or three consecutive years.
1: Yeah, that's that's wild. I, I figured that had been done before.
0: Yep, I, I. You would have thought, but it it never happened. I mean, obviously, there was no grades before nineteen seventy three, so it's it's nineteen seventy three to now. But nineteen seventy three is still a long time ago. It's fifty years. Depends on who you talk to. Then I was like, "Didn't Gulch do it?" But then, no, God, I don't know. Nope. Gulch didn't didn't win a race as a three year old. at Saratoga. So yeah, it was kind of an interesting little tidbit. What was your impressions of the uh, the two Delmar races on uh, Saturday, the Bing Crosby and the uh, the San Diego?
1: uh San Diego was was a, a really strange race in general um but it it was I don't know it I I'm I'm really kind of indifferent on that that race because I didn't like anybody in it right and it didn't change my opinion Afterwards, <laughs> so I guess we're in the same spot we were with those horses.
0: Yeah, I hear
1: I, I, The Bing Crosby was okay, I guess. I mean,
0: it wasn't, I mean, at, at the risk of
1: getting <laughs> in tweets.
0: It just wasn't a strong field,
1: I mean, right? And that's why I was kind of meh. There's a lot of them, but I mean,
0: Baffert's horse wound up being the favorite, the horse with all the vowels. And he made a <laughs> he kind of made a menacing run up the inside, but then he was just dead. Yep, know, maybe, maybe the inside wasn't the place to be. You know? Uh, the two races I did watch on Saturday from Telmar were both won by horses that swept five wide, um, which might, I don't know if that had anything to do the track or not, but, um, I mean, that horse, uh, the, the Georgia drop or drop or operas, um he's a bald guy, too. Got of props up yeah. for George. But, uh, that horse has won the last two sprint stakes in California. And yep. Dr Shivel he's, he's back to the bench so so who else is
1: there <laughs> yeah right uh, oh <laughs> no. your horse your horse CZ yeah. CZ's on the comeback trail again yeah. but his running style is, is horrible and that's why he gets beat constantly yeah
0: but uh, I thought um I mean Royal Ship ran well
1: yeah I mean, he ran well, but the horse just hasn't been consistent. He so. just
0: seems like a B teamer,
1: right? That's what it feels like, you know. And that's how Country
0: Grammar ran ran okay, considering, um, you know, the comeback and
1: um, from from the Middle Eastern trip. Yeah, or... I mean, that's one of the rare occasions that a quote unquote Bob Baffer horse needs a race. Yeah, I think that one needed. He needed that race. I, I would expect him to move forward and run a lot better next time, wherever that may be.
0: Yeah, I mean, people were speculating the Pacific Classic, which would be great, so that uh, it's just not a walkover for the the horse of the decade, as I was told uh, on Facebook the other day. I said, dude, the decade's only a year and a half old. (laughs) (laughs) The decade started in twenty twenty one. There, buddy. But um, does the decade start in twenty twenty one or tw- does it start in twenty twenty?
1: I thought it starts in twenty twenty one. It ends on the. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Maybe it starts in twenty twenty. Even so, even you know what. He, 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 he's got two stake wins and they've been spectacular stake wins and he looks tremendous when he runs but he never runs so i don't want to hear it because everybody in the world that jack christopher is three-year-old champion 2 weeks ago mm-hmm. and guess what he might still get three-year-old champion if he wins the the allen jerkins whatever stake they're running then and whatever breeders cup race they're running it's possible if he beats jackie's warrior in the sprint if they if they Ooh. take that shot even though I would imagine they would probably take the path of least resistance and, and run him in the Breeders' Cup mile where he would probably be a big favorite unless life is good, shows some distance issues, and then he goes back in there. But these are all hypothetical, of course. Um, you know, if Epicenter <laughs> runs bad, and I don't know. I, I would say some, some outsider wins the Travers, but the Travers is looking like Five or six at this point. Yeah, I was going
1: to say maybe seven at best. That's stretching it.
0: <clears throat> you imagine Rich Strike runs by them all and wins the Travers. Oh my god.
1: Oh my god. I don't think we'd ever hear the end of it.
0: No. Our guy inconvenient truth would just blast us
1: <laughs> for days.
0: We, he would. He would the just. Oh, my mentions. Oh man. I don't know how you get bigger than caps, but he would have, like, fonts bigger than caps. With red <laughs> strike. He's not just a one-race fluke. <laughs> Him being in the race, though, I, I was on the Steve Bick show the other day. I fill in. And Steve's great because he doesn't tell me that I'm, I'm supposed to fill in on Wednesday and, and, and co-host the show with Seth Merrill. <laughs> I hear about it. From people else. texting <laughs> me saying, "Hey, you're doing the show Wednesday." I'm like, "What? Oh yeah, Steve just said it on his show." So then I turned the show on, and yeah, sure enough, I'm doing the show because Steve's in Virginia. But um, which was great, and actually was it was a good time. And Seth is a, is a pro; he's a, he's a very easy guy to do uh, three hours with because he's just he's just a pro. He's, he's very experienced, though. Sometimes he will tell scratched horses on the OTB show. But, you know, hey, the way my horses have been running lately, they should have been scratched. (laughs) Um, But Tim Wilkin was on and and, and Tim Wilkin, uh, who's, you know, been a veteran turf rider for years and years and years for the local paper up here. And uh, now he's working for the Blood Horse and doing some freelance work. He said it and, and and I thought about it and I was like, you know, he's right. He goes, the race is the better race with Rich Strike in it. Not because he can win or anything like that, but because he's the Kentucky Derby winner and he's in it. Yeah. And it's true. There's a lot of people that that heard of him because he won the Derby and because he was 80 to 1. And name name recognition helps. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the old days, he would be overbet. These days, I don't know
1: that that's going to happen, though. I think he'll he'll get... He'll get a <laughs> so, chunk of the action, even though he probably doesn't deserve it.
0: I was gonna say we have seen some bizarre odds <clears throat> in in the in the Triple Crown races, uh, and the Travers isn't a Triple Crown race, but it's kind of like the you know the unofficial fourth jewel of the Triple Crown. There'll be a ton of money bet on it, but uh, we we have seen some very strange odds this year uh, in some of the big races, the, the three-year-old races, where <laughs> some horses that just are wildly overbet for no apparent like Abbey Jack. <laughs> Just never knew the corniche that, or corniche. Yeah, yesterday I hated him yesterday. I, actually, that was that was like big score of the meet yesterday. It was um, uh, gunite, gunite, and actually, yeah, you know
1: what? You, 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 you definitely uh, had more faith in gunite winning a race than I did. Yeah, I had... winning that race, I should say, not winning a race, that race in particular. Um, but. I mean, if you really look at that field, and it, I, obviously it's easy to do in hindsight. But if you don't like Corniche, there was really nobody else. Well, I, I looked at the field like
0: this, and this is what I put in the preview um, for <laughs> Gunite, was that, number one, he came off of a, rail, a race where the rail was, was really bad. Um, it was it was dead that day at Churchill. He won despite that. He's run fast enough numbers. He had run like a two on thoroughbred to start before that, mm-hmm. uh, which was plenty fast enough to win the race. He's won on the track, uh, and he figured to get a good trip because you know that Pinehurst from the rail is going to blast out of there. He has Poor to. Of. <laughs> and there wasn't much uh, other speed in the race, and Corniche was kind of a question mark. And... What I also wrote before the race, so people don't say I'm, 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 uh, I tweeted it out. I'm past, I'm past posting here. Is that Corniche, If you read between the lines, what Todd was saying, he was kind of, you know, n- not knocking the horse, but he was not being positive about it. He wasn't being, uh, he he didn't confident when he says, "Well, we couldn't find any other, you know, softer spots." And, and then, to me, the really telling was um, the, the telling quote was when he said, um, "Well, he sure knows the difference between the mornings and the afternoons."
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah.
1: that would have made me laugh. <laughs>
0: considering he's never seen him in the afternoon, uh, you know, under his shed row, he's saying he's not really working that great. Um, and to get out, uh, not to get off on a tangent, but can we please have workout reports that have scores better than B's or worse than B's like the scale's gotta change it's gotta change ABCD that's the scale ABCD they don't all have to be A's they don't have to be D's man every work can't be a B Spectacular work galloped out great B B plus <laughs> What more do they have to do? Like, like, like I said, I I put the tweet up. Do they have to like hover over the ground for five A's? They have to leave the earth,
1: <laughs> defy gravity for. Yeah,
0: I don't know how do you get an a,
1: a quarter mile. And, well, you know, someone,
0: someone, a friend put. Oh, you know, he, he listed like four great works from like grade one horses before big races. Like, yeah, but everybody knows about those. We don't need a clocker's report to tell us so-and-so worked great for the derby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we see that. And and, and to me, a horse we, we can't use grade one horses as the measuring stick for workouts because 99% of the horses aren't true grade one horses. But a, an individual horse can work way better than he usually works. And that should be the measuring stick.
1: Well, it the measuring mean, stick. He... The horse's own,
0: it should be measured against himself,
1: Right. And that, you know, and it seems to me that that's only done because they don't want to piss somebody off. Not for the fact that it's true or, you know, you could have downgraded or upgraded a workout. Things like that. It, it seems a little bit, quote unquote, political more than it is the actual real deal. I mean, if that's the case, he probably should they, they probably shouldn't put grades and just put the description. You know what I mean? Instead of giving it a, 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 a letter, just give the description of what you thought the work was, and then we'll make our own assumptions from there. Yeah, I, I just, I just would like to,
0: the whole, and, and this is a theme throughout this whole industry, oh, we can't get anyone upset, and believe me, believe me. They get upset anyway, so what's Everybody they're... gets upset in this business, right. <laughs> and you know what, if I ever had a position of power, I would go out of my way to upset people, because you know what that does? It creates a uh, dissension it it creates rivalries it gets people mad this is not a gentleman's sport what happened today at parks there ain't no gentleman at parks (laughs) oh so-and-so said my my you know my my record with two-year-olds you're four percent
1: right the numbers don't lie right if I, if about, how you feel about hey, it? <laughs> I would
0: be wary of betting this guy in this position or in this particular case because he's winning four percent. I could say he loses ninety six percent. It's not saying you're a loser, you're a bad person, you you, you drown puppies. Just saying you don't win with a, a particular uh, move. But everybody's so damn sensitive. Why So the only people that make money in this business are really rich people. So why are we so upset about that? Jockeys I'm probably wrong. get, get, get it worse wrong. than anybody, and they probably take it better than anybody. They get pissed off sometimes. But for the most part, they shrug it off.
1: I'm, I'm on the prove-em-wrong plan. If if you don't like my horse or whatever, we'll prove you wrong. We'll get in the spot and win. I hope everybody dismisses my horse, and he'll be 20-1, to 1 and we're going to the bank. You know, that, that wouldn't bother me. I just don't say what you want. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of the pundits get a lot of flack anyway for being disingenuous about certain things. So it's like, well, you know, it wouldn't matter to me what they say. I know what's going on with my horse. I know what we're doing and how we're going to do it, and I know how I'm going to bet. It's so just, it's, it's just a very
0: a very strange strange business, and it is.
1: You just
0: this is not a normal sport. This is not a regular sport. Far from this it. This is not a regular sport. And let me just say this, and I and I don't care who says it, who likes it, who don't like it. There's no one in this business that's important. Nobody. We ran a triple crown without Bob Baffert. Can you imagine this? And what do we have? A Churchill outfit record per handle. <laughs> He's not important. He's just a guy. He trains horses. He's just really good at it. That's it.
1: When he's gone,
0: racing will go on,
1: right? Somebody else will step Just up. Just like it
0: went on when Alan Jerkins died, when Woody Stevens died, when Charlie Whittingham died, when Ben Jones died, when Sonny Jim Fitzsimmons—they all died. And guess what? We're still running races. We're still running in circles. Jockeys, same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. When when they're here, they're great. When they're gone, we're not going to stop racing. The horses, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> the, the stars of today in 2024 none of them will be around maybe maybe a couple of them but but for the most part they'll be gone too it doesn't matter it doesn't matter pissing people off that's what you should be doing we should be trying to create dissension we should be trying to create uh, rivalries and things like that and like you said prove me wrong
1: Well, also that kind of dissension also can create ideas for other things, you know, to 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 progress the sport, having dissension and questions and, you know, those kind of things. It creates the the wheels, the wheels turn and people think and, and maybe something will come out of it. But just trying to tiptoe around people's feelings shouldn't be. A priority, in my opinion. No,
0: absolutely not. Especially the media. <laughs> let sad. me let, let me give you a typical quote. Okay, you can you can like name the trainer. Oh, geez, my team did a really good job, and we're gonna regroup, and I'm gonna get together with Mister So and So. We're gonna we're gonna examine our options, and guess what their options are gonna be? Oh, <laughs> we're gonna take some time. They all say the same shit. <laughs> you want the info? Ask the jock agents. They know where everybody's running. <laughs> Seriously. Like, who in this business gives interviews that are so uh, telling that, they're, they're, you know.
1: <sighs> Nobody. i know. stop you right there. Nobody.
0: Nobody. And the fact of the matter is, the guys who are the, the big trainers of all the horses, there's only really one or two of them that would really be petty enough to, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> Most of them get it, it's, and it's not like you're saying that they're bad people or they're, you know, they did a terrible job, this or that. But I well, mean, that, you facts. know, facts. If you can't point out facts, you know, I, I know there was people complaining uh, at at a, at a track because of the <clears throat> they hired someone to do paddock evaluations. Well, paddock evaluations aren't to tell everyone how wonderful everyone's looking because why would you need anyone to tell you that? Oh, this horse looks great, and that horse looks great, and this horse looks great, and that horse looks great, and this horse looks great. Oh, they all look great. What's the point? Tell me who doesn't look good. And that's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion. And that's the thing, is, is that we're only allowed to have an opinion if, if we don't. Oh, it made me look bad. Well, you know what? Don't bring a skinny horse to the paddock. <laughs> Feed him. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I can't get him to go. Well, that, that's your problem. I'm just pointing out a fact.
1: We want to be a real sport, real sport. People get criticized Yeah, by the media. Listen, when Aaron
0: Boone screws up in the playoffs and and the Yankees get eliminated, (laughs) they're going to be like uh, shooting scud missiles at that guy. (laughs) They're going to analyze his, his high school, like decision-making process. I mean, he's going to be like savaged and that's going to happen. Yankee fans. It's going to happen. Verlander's back. Mancini's in the house, oh. and some
1: catcher from the Red Sox
0: escaped from Fenway.
1: Gotta escape from Fenway, but um,
0: no, but it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: Right, like, I mean, honestly, like this weekend with with some of the stuff, it's 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 just mind boggling. It's like almost as if we can't move forward past the dumb stuff. (laughs) Like we hit the dumb stuff and then everything bounces back and then we work our way up and then more dumb stuff. And it's just like, we're stuck. And we hit this like stupidity wall of some sort that, you know, we can't work our way out of. And it's just a breakdown in processes and, and the way the whole mentality of the sport is in certain areas. And it's, it's really kind of piling on to the other issues that are already there. And it's not good. I mean, you know, you've heard me say this, I don't know how many times. Control the controllables. Take care of the stuff that you can take care of. Make sure that part of everything is tight. And then all the other stuff you can kind of work out, you know, it's not easy by any means, but it'll give you a solid foundation to, to build on. And I don't think anybody understands that, that that's actually in a decision-making role because they keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And it's like, well, when is that going to stop? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I can't tell you how many times I saw tweets On Saturday and Sunday, about the odds changes. Now they fixed it at some tracks, but not others.
0: Right,
1: and and it is it is,
0: it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Speaking of bad, the the cross there's been two big screw ups in the last couple days. Yes, cross country race (laughs) sequences that. Apparently, the software for the cross-bail race on Saturday didn't, uh, it, it doesn't automatically shut off, so it has to be shut off by a person, and the person didn't shut it off until uh, uh, a minute and 46 into a race that lasted a minute and 42 seconds. So uh, what happened was they kicked in more money in the pool, basically bribing everyone from and uh, uh, I guess just made up the difference
1: because obviously there was more winners. Um and Well, it, that's kind of enlightening on the process because, you know, silly me for thinking that something like that would be automated right. <laughs> rather than have somebody sit there and click a mouse right. to cut off the pool. That That seems totally... Unreasonable in 2022, and and
0: your mind automatically goes to, hey, they've been running these kind of things for a long time. for a long time. So there was some. You new don't think it happened before, or, or some
1: some girl, a guy sitting there, just waiting for the thing to shut off the pool. That's it's insane to me.
0: Yeah, like why wasn't the software fixed before? Oh, I, I mean, Crunk made a comment about it in in, in uh, April. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a comment and of course he was right uh, and I'm not going to say that I can sit here and understand all the software uh, technicalities I don't, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm barely computer literate but it just seems to me that based upon some of the unbelievable things that can be done with computers <laughs> we can't figure out how to, how to, how to get a Uh, A bet, uh, well, uh, and I guess one of the points he was making back in April was that uh, you have to look on. You can't find that bet at Saratoga or to Ellis or wherever. You have to look for it separately on Mm -hmm. your ADW. And if you go to make a wager uh, at the track on a machine, you got to search through the the um, the menu to find it it's not easily found and it's just one of those things that like why, why are we so far behind why did it take us so long to get hd tvs why why are we not able to you know do so many other things that you'd think that the capabilities are out there and maybe it's just the money thing because a lot of times a lot of times in racing it's just it's just the money thing it's just the money thing
1: you know, like church well, is mean, going to expand about- to
0: Colonial Meat. Colonial Meat going to expand at some point in the near future to 50 <clears throat> days a year. And that's not because they love racing or because it's been very successful. Money people seem to like it. But the more days they run, the more slot machines they can put in. Up to 50. So if they have 50 racing days, they can have 5,000 slot machines. At 27 racing days, they can only have 2,700 racing machines. Right. So that's when they make this announcement. Um, they didn't really even consider the racing part of it. It was just kind of say, oh, yeah, we're going to run more. They didn't say, hey, we're going to run more because this is a signal that we feel has a lot of potential or the track is doing better. The races are full, fields are full. There's good synergy between the home track and and, and uh, Colonial because they're they're racing during a time when Churchill's not racing. No, no, it was. Yeah, we're gonna increase
1: the number of days because we can get more slots. Right, we can get more money out of it. We can squeeze <laughs> more money out of it. At least, at least they're honest. Well, that's true. <laughs> but right, at least I'm... they didn't
0: try to BS everybody and say, "Oh, well, geez, we really like the racing there." No, no, we don't really care about nope. the racing. But we're just as gonna long as s- it's not losing money and we can make more more money on slots. Yes, squeeze
1: those quarters it. out of it. We're gonna do that. Um, but back the, to the it technology will thing, better. though. Like with the technology thing. When was the when when was the pick six manipulated? Back in two thousand seven? Was that
0: was that the year? Maybe it was, Maybe it was even before that. wasn't well, two thousand four was uh The fix. Was the fix, yeah. It was okay. the year of um the Drosselmite. Wasn't it the year? Or Valponi. Not Droselmide. yeah, Valpony. Well, ar- Arlington, Arlington. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So it was two thousand four, right? Right? Seven? No. I don't know. It was before 2010. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, we didn't learn anything from that. That in 2022, we find out that somebody's sitting there pressing a button to close the pool. Well,
0: today's... Some... uh, Some ADWs issued refunds, I know... I got a refund.
1: Oh, you played that mid-Atlantic pick four? I did,
0: and I did not. Well, I was bored, and, and Frank Miramani got me to play. i got to be honest. I had the TV on. The OTB channel was on, and Frank Miramani sold me on that bet. Frank, you did your job today, my friend. You sold no, me. Frank! I think the, the $8.50 that I put into that bet today <laughs> that, that got refunded, the, you sold me on it, baby. He earned I mean, that, that pizza. It he it earned was kind of that it sure was, pizza. That's the pizza man. Yeah. But um, I guess what happened was on Twin Spires, nobody put the scratches in, in the <laughs> sequence. What? So the scratches were in the individual races at Monmouth and Colonial, but no one put the scratches in, in the uh, Mid-Atlantic Pick 4. So the, first, the, the race, the, the bet closed with a bunch of horses with tickets on them that were scratched.
1: <laughs> Seems like pretty basic stuff to have under control at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> thank you for my money. <laughs> the refund, since I, did, I, I... You know what leg I didn't hit? The leg I never hit.
1: The last one. First one. Ah! <sighs> I,
0: I did not. I did <laughs> not i i just you know I, I handicapped it in about 45 seconds but um i just didn't i, I just figured i was gonna bet the the tomlinson horse looked like look really tough to beat and I, I had a short price and 50 cent bet and there's four legs and you got one one to two shot you you can't use you can't start it off with a chalk otherwise you're gonna be chalking it out and this is the no
1: chalk zone still so Oh yeah, there's definitely no chalk on. But I'd have been mad if
0: I had hit it and it paid good.
1: Yeah, what did it pay? Like a hundred bucks? I don't know, something like, like
0: that. I don't know, but I would, I would have wanted my hundred.
1: I think it paid a hundred. be mad if
0: they refunded me instead of giving me my hundred.
1: then people got paid out though. Some people did. Yeah. Some
0: people did, and some people didn't.
1: <laughs> Horrible. Yeah.
0: So, uh, got anything else for this
1: week? I saw I saw
0: Papa B's.
1: I know he was up there schmoozing everybody.
0: He was there. giving
1: out high fives to yeah. the people. He, he was he was the man of the people.
0: <laughs> My man Dave Blaha, he made it up. Oh yeah, Dave still Dave still pitching. <laughs> in the old man's league I told me should send a send a video to the Marlins they need him listen man uh, he'd have a shot but uh now it was it was uh it was a nice weekend I met Dan ilman really great drF he's shorter than I thought he was
1: no i, I... In my head, he was short, shorter, uh, short, but he's, he's cool.
0: He's a good guy. He's a good
1: guy. Mike Beer, Brian Beer. Mike Beer. He looks like Thanos. I don't think he appreciated me saying that, but he looks like Josh Brolin with his beard. He does. He does look like Josh Brolin with his beard. (laughs) <laughs> I said he—he's Thanos. <laughs> I don't know if he saw it or didn't appreciate it. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I'll make amends when I'm up there. I'm but... sure. Yeah, I'm
0: sure we'll run past him. Yeah, I do. I'd get it all the time. Barry here,
1: <laughs> my guy.
0: <laughs> they see on Facebook when I post the daily racing blog. I always put with Barry Spears at Saratoga Race Course. But um, now it's. Uh, I met a guy and his his wife that have been followers for of us uh, for
1: for a while now. From the jump, that sounds like from from the beginning. Yeah, that um, pandemic. Um,
0: they had a little tiny piece of a horse that was running Sunday, and they stopped up and and. Um, um, Bill and, and Sue Orzel, nice people, really, really nice people. Bill is kind of a um, a history guy. He knows his history, my friend. He yeah. was telling me that, and this is something that I had never heard of, that the person who, who built um the track at Saratoga back in the day.
1: Like original, the original. Yes put it right where it is
0: was the same person who built uh the early the the predecessor of the boston red sox the boston bean eaters and then they were the boston braves he Mm -hmm. built their stadium and when you look at the pictures they look is the same they look kind of similar yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean something that only like a weirdo like me would be interested in but um yeah, it was kind of interesting. I had never heard that. I mean, you don't ever think of, like, well, who, who was the person that built the, the grandstand? Because I mean, that was a big structure.
1: Is that first why it's
0: the, the, the red and white stripes and the Red Sox? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't go that because they weren't the Red Sox then. They weren't even the Red Sox. They were the Boston Oh, the Braves.
1: Braves, yeah.
0: They were hmm. the Bean first.
1: <laughs> they still are, in a way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the result, uh, their their place uh, smells like a result of eating too many beans. <laughs> but, but you gave us uh, catcher. Thank you, Red Sox Nation.
1: Oh, and the worst candies of all time—those Boston baked bean candies—are the worst.
0: They're, you know,
1: disgusting, bro. I, I think those elephant. Things. those peanuts those. oh my wife hates those but I love them those big puffy peanut things yeah the orange circus peanuts do you, do you actually eat those oh I love them you really? know why though you're because the only their, person I, I know they're banana flavored they are yes they're orange I know but they taste so good I think I'm like the only person that likes them I can't be because they sell them everywhere so no we'll take that back Yeah. Mrs. Sniper hates those with a passion. I'm
0: mad at Dexter Dunn. Again? I don't get mad at him very often, but he just didn't... It's hard to get mad at him because he wins. He he didn't even try with Bella Bellini. (laughs) And I got so tired of trying to beat her that I just... Said, you know what? I'm I'm tired of trying to beat her. And then he just didn't even he didn't even didn't even try. Yeah. The pick four picked good.
1: She hurt my feelings a few times. Winning is I had your other,
0: other three legs nailed.
1: That's rough. Oh. When you make that kind of decision and you lose to a I'm horse. I'm just so
0: tired of her beating me on Right, me. exactly. You know she's a little vulnerable here? No. So what happens? Just you know, I mean, if she got beat, she got beat, but the the, the lack of aggression was just... Uh, I mean, listen, she got beat by a Hall of Fame horse, but still <laughs> that, it was... You know, I was, was it wasn't a be, Hall of Fame. It was going to be a little late night, you know, like a little score. I mean, Would have been a little score. I was really mad at Bob McClure until he unleashed that Canadian trotting Philly. Oh. He
1: was there for a reason.
0: I thought he was having trouble keeping her flat, but I guess he was, I don't know what he was doing, but whatever he did was, as well, soon as he turned her loose,
1: man, couldn't hold her. <laughs> he was having trouble holding her back. She, she flew. Yeah. But uh,
0: this week, um, it's possible, possible. I don't like and to be trip a weather to the predictor. I don't want to be a weather predictor. No, I, I don't think I'm going to go to the Middlelands on, on Saturday. Mm. I thought about it, but it's supposed to be super hot. Meadowlands is a really good nighttime track <laughs> It is. Excellent. You know, if if you're not up in the Gabe Pruitt suites or, you know, and, and, and with the, the Swedish mafia up there, they'll have all the good places. and I'm not sitting with Jeff Gorel because I'm mad at him too. Everybody's but um yeah, but uh it
1: it's you know this it faces the sun so <laughs> it it's like really hot. <laughs> yeah, I need to put the grandstand on the other side again. Yeah,
0: I mean it'll be a good races. It'll be a good car to races, but, but I might even spend uh, half the day over at the harness track, like
1: plotting out my my wagers. Day daytime Meadowlands is always weird to me. They're, they're gonna go super fast though. That's for sure. Well, yeah, you said it was gonna be hot, so
0: for sure. Yeah, well, there might be there might be a cancellation on Thursday at Saratoga.
1: You said that last week too. No, the
0: last <laughs> week was kind of like it's a, it's 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 like a ten percent chance, but this week it's <laughs> supposed to be really
1: twelve percent this week. No, I
0: I would say right now for Thursday, it's about
1: a 30% chance. What's the weather supposed to be like then? The
0: high is supposed to be 96. And it's also a chance of rain.
1: 96 and rain?
0: Yes. If it's 96 and you're off the turf, it's not going to be. It's the old uh, people putting pictures of the Saratoga apron with no people. There's nobody there. Of course, there's not anyone there outside when it's 96 on the pavement.
1: Yeah, you go inside, it's wall to wall. you are out in the back. Saratoga sunrises. They're hanging off trees in the
0: back. (laughs) Uh, But actually, from Thursday uh, till as far as my weather app will go, till
1: next Wednesday, 50% chance of rain every day. Yeah, but that's garbage. That Have stuff been, isn't reliable until it's like 48 hours out. I know, but it's not promising. I don't like
0: it. Uh, and it's supposed to heat back up on Sunday, up to 90 again. But That's uh, nothing. Come on, man. Where are you from? No, I'm fine. I think we should run it, no matter what. But Let's go. Know, people are ninnies. <laughs> it's possible. That's all I'm saying is that. Thursday but, is a possible
1: Oh I hope it's it's is a possible warm enough when I get there. I don't wanna come into like a seventy five degree situation.
0: Uh well, Wednesday, the day before uh Barry Eve, it's supposed to be eighty one.
1: See, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. So
0: I heard a big farm is for sale in Lexington. Really? Big stud farm, yeah. Supposedly they want like 20, 25 million.
1: Only? Yeah. Got that? Yep. Why the sell? That would be the the key. (laughs) Why are you selling this? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I
0: was surprised when I heard it. Can't say who it is because I promised I wouldn't. But
1: I think I know who it is. But, but
0: they're, they're they're a big operation, and they're not owned by people from outside of this country. So you can figure that out. <clears throat> but um, and they've been around for a long time. <clears throat> Whether it happens or not, I don't know. I don't know if it's imminent. I don't know if it's a long-term financial planning, estate state, plan, I, I don't know. but uh, I can't remember the last time I think a, a big farm like that was changed to hands was uh, Gainesway. Gainesway. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. It was,
1: it
0: seems like 20, 25 years ago. I mean, there's been some new farms pop up, but uh, Winstar, of course, Winstar's got 50 stallions, it seems like. Um, Gulfport, the, the the Steve Asmussen Wonder Horse. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to run here next in the Saratoga Special. Is that this One, week? Next week, I think. Next week, I think you'll be here. Yeah, on Thursday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you won't be here if it's on Thursday. Right?
1: Well, I'll be there at noontime. I'll yeah. be... noon time. I'll be. noon. I thought it was five. No. We get at noon. Oh, good. On Thursday. Oh, it's good. We can get
0: lunch before we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's my main oh, so after the big show, I was starving, starving, starving. <laughs> and I, I I made a decision, a rash decision that I wanted one of those <clears throat> those pastrami sandwiches from the Carnegie Deli on the second floor.
1: For, for what, like fifty bucks? <laughs> Twenty three dollars. And I'll get into the price, price. Quick report.
0: It's not a bad sandwich. I'm sure it's it's not a bad sandwich. It's not. It's not a bad sandwich. It's not twenty dollars sandwich. But when you're eating it, the twenty three dollars, like it's like you're eating your own money. You you can't get out of your head. You're like, this doesn't taste like a twenty three dollars sandwich. This is just normal. This is an average sandwich. If it was nine ninety nine, I would be like, man, give me two of those. Those are good sandwiches, man. That that's a good deal. But for twenty three, you feel like an idiot. I was hungry, and they had no line.
1: Well, they should split the difference. Just cut that price in half and be good.
0: Man, it's expensive.
1: It right? Like I said, it wasn't a bad sandwich, but it was. It, it would have been fine at like $14. <clears throat> 14 right. Make, well, so between 12 and
0: $15. I, I, pay, I paid 14 for a Cuban sandwich at a Miami Marlins game when it was about me and 17 other people. Oh, it must have been the, the worst game.
1: sandwich ever made. It was actually not bad. Really?
0: It was, you know. But, um, yeah, I was, like, I couldn't get it out. I, I couldn't get that thought process out of my head. I just paid $23 for a sandwich at a racetrack. So, like, if you're desperate or if you just made a big score and you don't want to wait in line, that's the good thing about the place to you know? <laughs> It's yeah, usually not a line. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, is, is what it is, my friend, is what it is. The basketball jockeys play the the horsemen this Thursday.
1: This Thursday, yeah.
0: Coach Pletcher tried to, to to see if I'd commit twenty minutes to him, and I said I, I will commit
1: seven. Oh snap! You gonna play? No. Oh. No, I'm not gonna play.
0: Coach? You can coach? No, no, no. I'm going to be. am I'm, I'm I'm going
1: to be a, a spectator. You're gonna go?
0: I'm gonna laugh at all the other guys. Maybe if I started working out now by next so who, year,
1: Who's, who's the jockey that, that can ball? None of them, but they're young. Not, not one of them? them. There's got to be one. No, none of them can ball. None of them? No. I thought Jose Ortiz could ball a little bit. I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll find out Thursday. Or Manny Franco. He's four foot two. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean he can't shoot. He, he, he shoots underhanded get that. Trevor McCarthy. You know who was supposed he's to tall.
0: be you know who was supposed to be good was uh Angel Cruz.
1: Who? Remember
0: Angel Cruz? Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: he rides it like uh Mountaineer at Parks right yeah at parks right yeah they said he's good he's he can actually play a little bit no but I, I just uh, I'm too old.
1: Trevor Trevor McCarthy he's tall
0: he's tall compared to them he's not tall compared to normal
1: people that's all right
0: plus he was a hundred he's like Louis Orton
1: he can do the sky hook like he's like he's,
0: he's like a he's like a short Chet Holmgren that can't shoot.
1: <laughs> you sure he can't his, shoot?
0: His dad couldn't play basketball to save his life.
1: Any lefties? That's where you got to go with it. Find out who the left-handers are. Left-handers could usually shoot no matter what. Pratt, maybe Pratt's like a Tony Parker. Oof! All right, that would be surprising. I don't know.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll report on the game.
1: Please do.
0: I don't think I don't think there's any playing for me.
1: Because I know those guys can't sing. I, I already saw that yesterday.
0: Oh, my, my friend texted me about 5 30 yesterday. Got two tickets for a jockey karaoke. Do you want to go? No, I do not <laughs> want to go. I do not socialize with jockeys. Did that one time and got married, and that cost me about, I don't know, a million bucks. So no. Only <laughs> No, we're not going to socialize. We're not going to karaoke. We don't like karaoke ever. No karaoke. And he tried to lure me with the free buffet, and I actually kind
1: of threw it across. Yeah, mouth. you you know, you know you get the double take. It, it. it was
0: a quick kind of like, well, maybe I could just go over there and get something to and eat, eat. and just take off. But then I was like, ah, the mayor. I got the mayor was cooking hamburgers. So.
1: Oh, yeah. got to go with the homemade burgers. Yeah, so.
0: so. No, no jockey karaoke. Fireball on the side. No, no, he was he was well within himself last night.
1: And <laughs> no selling shirts. You know it's no, over here. He has not sold
0: any of my clothing. My clothing is all off limits.
1: There. Intact.
0: No, we did go over the, the the list of people that are invited to the wedding. Which is in, you know, a year and like two months, so like, it could change a lot. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could imagine, like what the NCA committee is huddled around uh, a, a conference table, like trying to pick out the the final, you know, a few teams in, and it was similar to that. We had tiers, tiers of people, and then we were ranking them by pe- people most likely to oh give a guess. gift, most likely to give a gift, but not actually come <laughs> <laughs> because if they don't show up. And you don't have to pay for the food, <laughs> but you still get a good gift.
1: Right, that's 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 top tier right there. Yes, that's the angle. That's the angle right there. Inviting people that live a long ways away. Rodney
0: tried to get me to talk him into moving the wedding up to this year because for some reason. But Rodney made the, Rodney made the he made the he made the list. He made the cut. He's not he's not on the 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 B team. So he's not on the old swallow, just waiting for a scratch.
1: <laughs> he's not an AE.
0: Yeah. And the mayor found some some <laughs> some discount DJ <laughs> He asked the guy, how much do you charge? The guy told him like like 10% of what the other people charge. And he said, Have you ever done a wedding before? No, but <laughs> uh it'll be all right. <laughs> so I'm not sure what kind of music we're gonna get at this wedding, but a lot of things can change between now and then.
1: Oh, man, <laughs>
0: we'll have to do some. We'll have to do some videos of you and the mayor in Saratoga. Oh, this week oh boy, them out so people can 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 understand the
1: the 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 gravity that the the mayor brings to the whole atmosphere is just he's electric. Yeah. And he doesn't even realize it, I don't think. The
0: mayor used to fire, too. I remember I ran a horse in, on Derby Day in the first race. I mean, we strength and honor. We really liked him that day, too. The mayor just fires a 1,000 a win like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was making about $450 a week at that time. 1,000 <laughs> a thousand win, no problem. Uh, no big deal. We got that. Yeah. You really like him, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's a horse race, though. (coughs) There's always that. There's always that caveat. Yeah. The jockey can fall off. It's happened. Oh, man. Well, um, next week will be our last pre-Berry show.
1: Yeah. Can't wait.
0: It'll be fun. It'll be a good
1: time. We'll have some activities. Oh yeah, I already Go got, I already got plans for for you know like a going in circles promo video. I'm gonna make. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have, we're gonna do it. I got the music picked out and everything already. I just got, I just got to get there so we can get the footage. Yeah, we'll take
0: care of that. I get tell you a couple places we won't be going. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know one for popular sure. With the racing. <clears> throat> throat> I know one for sure. Yes, we are not going somewhere. No, not going there. Any place you need to get suited up or wear a bow tie, we're not going. No, but that's not us.
0: We are not going.
1: Dairy House is definitely got to be somewhere in there. I know. I wish I had Dairy House right now.
0: We got to just make, make sure we remember that Dairy House closes at 8 o'clock.
1: Oh, man. I remember that. When it comes to food, I I got that. Yes,
0: sir. All right. Well, listen. Uh, as always, thank you for your time and your 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 effort. You put in great effort today. You, and your cousin got signed by the Celtics.
1: So I know. Yeah, one year deal. We'll see what he does with it. I don't know if he's gonna make the team. though. <laughs> no. make the team, but at least he'll go to training camp. But yeah, he'll be in camp, and you know, we'll see hopefully uh he makes the team. And, He's excited. Uh, I got I got a few text messages. Yours was actually the first of many. Yeah, and hopefully right after know. that happened like it was it was consecutive. My mother, my father, my nephews, they're like, "Hey, Noah, no sign with with the Celtics." And I was like, "Oh shit. Now you got to root for the Celtics. That's going to be hard for you." Oh, that's going to be really hard for me. Just root for him. Yeah, well, he's got
0: room for him to play well in a losing effort. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I did something like that.
0: Uh, I, I just gotta, I, I just have to tell people. I know you'll be listening to this and be too late, but thirty minutes to the Manitoba Manitoba Derby.
1: Oh yeah, that's where I'm headed.
0: I right, actually, right. actually sold a guy a horse once that he want he bought from me to run in the Manitoba Derby. Like, specifically? Yes, that was why he was buying a horse. Oh, was like it I the, was
1: the Ontario bread or something? No, no, no. Saskatchewan? Nope,
0: uh, Kentucky bread. horse I had claimed that Churchill did it. Um, we had done pretty good with. And he was looking for a horse and made an offer that we could not refuse. Did the horse win the race, at least? He did not. Second? He drew, drew post 12 and was like 52 wide the whole race. Oh,
1: man, that sucks.
0: Yep. But uh, no, that's true. That's my only connection with the whole. Uh, what do they call it? The province, the province of, of uh, Alberta. <laughs> All right, my friend. We'll uh, we'll talk later, and uh, well, not later, but tomorrow. And um, for
1: everyone listening, you gained it to this point. Props. <clears throat> Oh yeah, shout out to the people still signing up for the blog. Oh
0: man. Every day we're like <laughs> Al Ripkin. Even on dark days we're getting a sign up. Today I got three. We appreciate that you, you're reading our, our stuff and yeah. nobody nobody uh, I can't believe nobody commented on my my mandaloon dig. <laughs> nobody in, the International Tour of Mediocrity. <laughs>
1: He's running mediocre all over the world. <laughs> I always, whenever somebody talks about Mandaloon, I think of uh, Dennis Green. When he said, <laughs> they are who we yeah. thought. He are. is who we thought. He exactly. Was. He is who we thought he was. <laughs> Sid like my
0: line. <laughs> if there's a DQ, I like Mandaloon.
1: <laughs>
0: Other <laughs> than that, throw him out. <laughs> oh, man.
1: You know, you try to have fun. You try to, like... You know. Yeah, people take themselves too seriously and get all, you know, upset. I don't think,
0: I don't think anyone from Judmont Farms is on the subscription <laughs> list yet. So they they might have missed it.
1: I bet you they know about that comment.
0: They, they, they might have missed it. Somebody well, I, bet, it. I, I bet you they know he's mediocre, too. Maybe. He's been mediocre from Kentucky to Dubai to <clears throat> California now. To- International tour of averageness. <laughs> Watch, you will win the classic, uh-huh.
1: and then the people, oh,
0: he's I told you. you, made fun of him.
1: <laughs> Swift would be the first one, told you. Swift.
0: I think Swift has killed off too many brain cells. <laughs> His takes are getting worse. I thought he, I thought he was actually going to get to. You know, to a point where where he kind of got it, but he's just you know. I I I may not be fit enough to play basketball against jockeys, but I can play against Swift.
1: Well, yeah, so,
0: the boys want to lace them up when you're here. We're ready, no doubt. The Mayor even said he'd play with his with his fake hip and busted knee. Yeah,
1: well, he's gonna be the point guard. Yeah, I he'll mean be distributing. He, yeah, and I I'm spot up shooter. There we go, and then you you just Rodman underneath. Oh, I can't be underneath. What? I'm no. a
0: top of the key to the top of the key player. <clears throat> it's like being wide on the turn. I, I can't cover that extra ground. <laughs> <laughs> foul on the foul line at the, at at most. <laughs>
1: Everybody in the stands, like,
0: look at him. He blew the
1: turn again.
0: Listen against that team,
1: they'll be firing. They'll
0: be firing air balls, and we'll be firing nothing but net. It'll be it'll it'll be a mismatch.
1: Well, if if I had to give them one piece of advice, just don't let me get a bucket. I get one, I'm getting like seven in a row, and I'm not exaggerating. Get born. That's right. That's how we do things. I
0: Think I saw Kyrie Irving the other
1: day. <laughs> Plus, right. we got a ringer up there too. Yes, we do. A couple. Yeah.
0: Hey, I saw your man, Ryan. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I'm
0: talking about. Did he Did he send the uh the the the, the picture?
1: No, he didn't.
0: He didn't send the picture. We took. No, a, he didn't send it selfie. to me. Oh, I gotta see this. He's a victim of the Saratoga school system. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: he's there. He's there. I know. I saw he had pictures up on uh, on his Facebook. Of, you know, his day over there. Yeah, I gotta text him say what's up
0: with the what's up with the selfie, man.
1: Yeah, I don't do s-
0: selfies very often, but you know, for, for for our guys, we gotta do it. Yeah, yeah if he's if he comes
1: to play, it's, it's it's over. Lights out. We're done. They can't touch us. That's our four. That's our four. We're rolling three on three with a sub. With a sub.
0: (laughs) We're not talking Jersey Marks. No. That's after the game. Uh, All right. We'll see what happens. See if we can make this happen. I'm going to start icing
1: my knees as soon as we get to, we, we get done with this. I'll be healed up by then. I'm still I'm still kind of on the IR. We went and walked on the beach uh a couple days ago on Saturday and still hurt from the 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 rusty affair. We,
0: we we do have to stipulate that HeISA rules will not be in effect for the basketball game and uh
1: no, any, be like... any, any
0: kind of medications that are that are required are uh, are fine. <laughs> you do a shockwave on the sideline. <laughs> Have the ambulance no, there.
1: The, in the case. You know the spray, like the cold spray. <laughs> yeah, the cold spray yeah. that numbs your knees.
0: Yeah, the the stuff, the stuff that works for like
1: four two minutes. seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh yeah. I used that when I broke my hand and I was still playing. I was still trying to play. And every time out, I was spraying the hell out of my hand with that. And then I'd run up and down the court twice and it wore off and I couldn't catch the ball. So I had to stop playing. Well,
0: like I said, if you made it this far, thank you. You deserve a prize. Actually, I have I have T-shirts, but they um <laughs> they're mostly mediums. <laughs> so oh man! Any, any
1: uh, I don't even think Sabria could wear a medium.
0: There's any smaller people out there. We got T-shirts. They don't say going in circles, but they're free. So hey, all right. They're, they're horse related and they're free. Sounds like it's a good deal. The work reports would give them like a B minus. <laughs> No, galba. the galba wasn't good. All right, I got to go get ice cream before I pass out. Good man. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you guys later. Pleasant Acre Farms is a full-service breeding operation located in Morriston, Florida, just outside of Ocala. If you want to get involved in the breeding business in the Sunshine State or you're already involved, Pleasant Acre Farms is really the only place you need to know. Joe and Helen Barbazon, who are just great people, do a fantastic job taking care of your mare. They have a solid roster of 13 stallions with a really diverse group of pedigrees. Your mare will find a match at Pleasant Acre Farms. Currently, the star of Pleasant Acre Farms stallion roster is Neolithic, who is by far a runaway winner of the freshman stallion of the year here in the state of Florida his son make it big just made it 3 for 3 winning the $400,000 springboard mile at Remington Park earning 10 points towards the Kentucky Derby in the process Pleasant Acre Farms is your one stop shop for breeding in the state of Florida check them out at www.pleasantacresstallions.com or on Twitter at P-A-S Stallions You can also give them a call at 352-528-2885. Pleasant Acre Stallions, check them out.